Elros, I think so. Oh. He only did the one game, didn't he? I think. Wow, he doesn't even have a photo on who scored. That is where you are. <laughs> the end of the year, as we, made, as we started it, taking the piss out of referees. Uh, looks like he's he's not really a big time Premier League ref. He's Are a championship any? ref. Oh, the worst league in the world. God. Um, should we get the show on the road then? Yeah. Dave, are you wearing a turtleneck? It's not it's, a turtleneck. It looks it's, like one. It's oh, cool. There we go. In honour of turtlenecks <laughs> and PR. One oh, of our yeah. Best yeah, but, but also a date. We had a really long one was about Dave's frilly collar. Yeah, I remember that one. Really long um, one for Hodgson. Before we get underway, are you going to be having mic problems this episode? As, as you... <laughs> yeah, most likely at some. Looks like, looks like you got your yeah. headlights Would it, would it be a special yeah. appearance if it did that? <laughs> look at Henry. Doesn't Henry look like he's like he's like in a church and like God's behind him? Yeah. Oh, it looks like he's. God is blessing him with these terrible takes. Yeah. No. <laughs> Let's get this show on the road. Then. Oh, Back up again. Nice. <laughs> it's Christmas. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know how these things start. Like. Hello and welcome back to the Thanks, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Underground Podcast. This time a Christmas special. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Dave is Dave's here. Um so it really is a special episode. Um and we've got a lot of us on the episode this week, so um we'll kick it off with the number one Joel Linton Sports fan. Mr. Mike President. Hello everyone. Joel Linton Sports fan, I'm off the rails, mate. I don't know what's happened. It's Christmas Day, I'm all over the place. Um <laughs> Underneath him on the computer screen is the Mosley Marauder himself, returning to the podcast. Um, not for much longer, though. It's Mr. David Harris. Hi, Will. Oh, hi, Dave. To his left is the betting pod's very own Henry Hot Wheels Hodgson. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I'll yeah. take that. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, it's nice to be back. Yeah. More wheels than Michael Keane over there. No, no one has got more wheels than that. Michael Keane's got more wheels than the M6, mate. Um, to the far right on the computer screen, not politically at least, it's Mr. Ross Bird. Good evening. Oh, God, here we are again. I'll tell you what, this, this podcast, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, has been recorded on the, uh, the 21st of December. So um, we're going to pretend it's Christmas, but um, this podcast will be released on the 25th of November, November, December, <laughs> December. I'm totally gone. I'm off the rails. Um, I'm, thinking, I'm too busy laughing at the upcoming Kyle Walker question. So uh, we'll see where that goes. <laughs> but as it's the Christmas special, I wanted to start off by getting something off my chest very seriously. So you bear with me. Christmas dinner shit. Like... You go, you go through it the whole year and you've got like a roast dinner and everyone's like, oh, roast dinners are great. Roast dinners are great. It's fair enough. And then at Christmas, you have a roast dinner, but you have it with turkey, which is objectively the worst meat going. Yeah, agreed. Thank you. Christmas dinner overrated. You're probably tucking into it now listening to your racist grand, but it's overrated. <laughs> turkey, yeah. Turkey's... The turkey part is definitely overrated. Yeah, but the rest yeah. of it, nah. Also, <laughs> just, just get another meat in there, mate. Good nice, uh 
Yeah, you're more than welcome to just switch it out for a bit of beef yeah. or some gammon. Doesn't yeah. have to be turkey, does it? Yeah, then, chicken. then it's just like, oh, Dave can't have chicken. Then it's just like a normal, <laughs> it's like a normal like, Sunday roast. What's, what's making it Christmas? Well, it's it's the 25th of December. And the pigs in blankets will yeah, come but on. If, Yeah, but if you, have a, if you have a like a roast dinner on Diwali, it doesn't become a Diwali dinner, does it? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Are you a are you a mash and roasties or, or no, one or the other? no no roasties, roasties all yeah, day. Roasties. See, usually usually you've drunk a lot, so you're looking for bulk matter at that point in the day. <laughs> you yeah, can bulk carbs to soak it up, just so you can make it to see Dirty Dan on uh, EastEnders. <laughs> oh boy, more more. Um... You're drinking so much, well. Oh, oh, I do know, Dave. Yeah. Well, COVID times, you Got drink it. anyway, don't you? You have to moisten up the turkey a bit. Uh, turkey, honestly, it, it drier than Jorginho's game. Let me tell you. I think I don't mind it because you only have it once a year. So yeah, that like, is kind of fun. true. It's still bad though. It, no, a bit of stuffing, no bit, bit of gravy. Is is my second question? Are you ready? Do do no. you have pigs in blankets at other times in the year? No. 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 I think if they're available, I really would. Uh, I did too. famously pay for one, literally one and a half, uh, last year. What was it? He one re- sausage with a bit of a. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the best three seventy nine he ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What a disaster! Yeah. Absolutely awful value. If uh, if anyone from Green King are listening, let's have a talk. If anyone from Cafe Rouge is listening, we still want to be sponsored by you. Uh, but we will keep talking about you on these podcasts. Henry, I just want to come to you quickly. Um, confirm or deny that you are the run up to Christmas. Stop having Christmas. You stop having yeah. roast dinners, so it's better yeah. on the actual day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mate, we have them all the time up here, so you've got to have a bit of a break. <laughs> up or Christmas here, day. Up, up here. You want another roast dinner? No. <laughs> uh, I'm on the pine peas train at the moment. Oh, oh don't. Yeah. I don't want to think about that ever again. <laughs> yeah. Disgusting. We, we'll post the picture that he sent to the group chat of his, <laughs> his latest pie and peas. It's absolutely shocking. Um, yeah. It's not food. <sighs> anyway. Anyone got any other opinions about Christmas food? They want to get out of the way? Early doors? Christmas pudding. Yeah, oh, nah, Christmas pudding. Shove it, mate. That's not for me. <laughs> nah, it's not for what, me. Are you in the bin? In the bin. Yeah, I'm with you there. No, <laughs> I, I don't like a bit of Christmas pudding. <laughs> it's edible, but... Have you heard of this like this whole like, setting a Christmas pudding on fire? Yeah, it can't be good if you can, you know, people set it on fire. I mean, that is the... But have you ever had a barbecue ever? It's <laughs> true. It's actually cooked by me. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you know the perfect barbecue, for created on the outside, pink on the inside. Let me tell you, that's the one. Oh dear. Right. People's thoughts on trifle. Oh, big oh, fan. Huge. Uh, I'm not a fan. Yeah, of it, good. I don't really like it. I'd uh, never choose it, but if someone oh. gave it to me, I'd eat it. Dave, it's a Dave, Dave, dessert, that is. Dave, <laughs> Dave, Dave, I don't trifle with it. <laughs> There we go. Right, let's get this show on the road. Um, we're looking at calendar year for like awards, general chatter about things that have happened. Not a serious episode if you haven't gathered it by now. Um, we're we're going to kick it. We're going to kick this off with um, an easy one. Uh, Dave, who's been the best player in 2021? Uh, Mo Salah. What? Oh, okay. Right. Uh, Ross. 
Um, Mo Salah. Henry? Yeah, Mo Salah, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Mike? Uh, Joel Linton. Okay, good stuff. Right, uh, <laughs> Dave, tell me why Mo Salah's the best player this year. Well, he's just loads of goals, loads of assists. Been, been the standout player in the Premier League, hasn't he? So, yeah, simple as that, really. Cool. Anything else? Well, I mean, we do talk about Mo Salah every week on the pod. Well, not anymore. More like well, you don't. You're never here. Yeah, true. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Hey, you're a big Liverpool fan. Why do you think most? I don't want to. I don't want to delve into it too much, but uh, I reckon the last couple of months he's probably been best player in the world, hasn't he? Uh, yeah. Better than Ronaldo and Messi. Um, so I don't really want to go into it too much. <laughs> you know, it's obvious that he's uh, the best player by a country mile at the moment. So. Yeah, his, his uh, statistics speak for themselves. Mm. Ross? Yeah, I mean, he's leader in goals and assists this season. He's uh, 112 goals, 176 games in the Prem. So, I mean, yeah. And Dave's the top of the near the top of the fantasy football league. So. Yeah, just because of his He's, uh, he's breaking records, isn't well. he? With the fantasy yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got like 170 points or It's on. outrageous. I don't think I've got 170 points, too, so. But the goals and the assists are nothing new for Salah. Does anyone think he's actually got better this year, or do you think it's just a case of maintaining those standards while Ronaldo and Messi have dropped? I do think his decision making's improved a little bit. You see less of him doing the wrong thing. Liverpool have been better as well this season, haven't they? Yeah. As a collective, which yeah. has obviously helped him. I mean, last season they weren't amazing, were they? Um, but they've improved a lot this season with you know the, the introduction of Van Dijk to the team again. Um, unfortunately, yeah, they're looking very dangerous this year, and uh, it'll be a two-horse race, I think. Now, will? Yeah, cool. cool. Arsenal around. around. <laughs> you, I tell you what, I tell you what, great pocket, Henry Hodgson. You get your lumps in now because I'll be getting them in later. So let me tell you, <laughs> that's, that's why I put one in there already. <laughs> Uh, anyway, actually, the moment when I realised that I, I think Salah was the best player in the world was um, actually playing against City when he scored that ridiculous goal. You know, where he turned everyone inside, outside, and then hit yeah. him. Yeah, well, did want to ta- did want to ask a question. Is it not Lewandowski though? Because he was the I, only one I thought about. about to be yeah. fair, scored forty. He scored the most goals this calendar year with forty-three. I did put him to start with, and I changed my mind. Yeah, true. He, well, he should have got the Ballon d'Or to be honest, shouldn't he? He should have, yeah. I don't know, I just went for Salah in the end. There's something about the defence in the Bundesliga, which <laughs> hates the people who like to put the ball in the back of the net. So. I think, yeah, I don't really watch Lewandowski on a weekly basis, whereas I see Salah on match of the day and whatnot. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Mike, Joel Linton, why? Yeah, I mean, he's been <laughs> the best player in the league for a couple of seasons now. Um, anyhow, finally allowing him chance to show it and he's he's going to lead the Eddie Howe revolution up north so lead yeah, straight to lead one well. yeah look out for that in 2022 yeah. he might look good down there to be fair <laughs> no he won't <laughs> yeah um so uh, get him down the moors could you imagine turn it up with his blonde highlights um anyway so the player of the year unanimously Salah it feels really boring. Um, I did have a long and hard look at Georgina Henry. You'll be pleased to know. Um, 
This one's a bit higher, higher in the Ballon d'Or voting. Yeah, I mean, rightfully so. What, what a season he's had. What a well, season he's, worth, he's had. He's worth noting that, yeah. I'm yeah. surprised you don't put him in the second category, to be honest, but there you Your favourite player of the year? Well, I had a long, yeah. hard look about it and then realised that I actually don't like watching him play. Um, yes, yeah, so speaking of your favourite player of the year, who wants to tell me uh, who they've enjoyed watching the most this year? On a football pitch, at least, you dirty bastards. Uh, I've, I've got a bit left field and gone for Jota. <laughs> You just picked Joel Linton for your player of the year. <laughs> You've gone with a Liverpool player. Yeah, I mean, I don't like watching Liverpool, but at least watching Jota, I, I enjoy watching Jota. I think he's fit into that front three very well. And he's a lot better player than I thought he was when he left uh, when he left Wolves. I just wanted to give him a shout out, really. I, I couldn't pick any United players, could I? So Liverpool pretty good to watch, no? no. Yeah, they're all right. Are Liverpool good to watch? I think so. Uh, I would say, yeah. I think play nice are. football. I think they were better to watch a few yeah. years ago. Yeah, maybe that's true. Well, they had a good game this weekend. It was entertaining against Spurs. Oh, yeah, but... That's because uh, they were up against Antonio Conte, the great entertainer. Um, what? There's a Anything particularly about Jota's game you really like? Uh, well, he's definitely added a lot of goals to his game since since he moved um, since he moved up to Liverpool. I don't know. I just think he's he's fitting so well into that front three. Which, to be honest, I don't know if any of us predicted him to do this well. And now he certainly didn't. We haven't got a good track record. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's true. As we'll get on to later yeah. in the podcast. Uh, yeah, I, I was struggling a little bit because there's no Man United players that I really wanted to pick here. So I just thought. I'd, Give Jota a shout out because I think he's been better than I expected. Um, if Luke Shaw had had a better second half of the season, would the six-one Luke Shaw um have barged his way in here? Do you reckon? Oh, comfortably. It's a shame. He's had he's had an awful three months, really awful. So uh, that that's kind of thrown him out of contention. All six-one of him. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. He's not easy to throw. Let me tell you. Um. <laughs> Absolute barrel. <laughs> yeah, really is. Um. Dave, um, who's been your favourite player to watch this year? I mean, yeah, I'm going to say Salah again, to be honest. Just find him entertaining to watch. Um, you're asking my favourite player. He's my favourite player to watch. I think he he's always capable of producing some magic. So get some tissues, bloody hell. It's actually it's actually kindness from the the booster jab punching. <laughs> Dave, just Dave, a reminder to everyone: get your jab. Get your jab. Yeah, get your jab. <laughs> Um, Stay safe. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, public health function. Oh In and around the walking. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we want. Excellent. Great. Great vaccination. Um, <laughs> so, Salah's your favourite player to watch, and we had to work that out to get. A few sentences at you for the first question. Unbelievable. Henry Archer, get up. <laughs> Take it away. Well, it's a stopport in Easter. Phil Foden. Oh, Where do I start? How, how long have we got? <laughs> yeah, we, got all, we got all evening. Just a fantastic player. He's come on leap and bounds this season. Versatile. Can play on the left. Can play on the right. Up front. Um, his touch. Turn of pace. Vision. He's finishing, just honestly, superb. Future Ballon d'Or winner. Yeah. 
honestly. Yeah, he will. <laughs> so, on a, on a, yeah, he will. Yeah. Been in a bit of trouble lately. Yeah, him and Grealish. This is what I was going to ask. You, you say a, you, a great, not a mixed bag for Phil Foden this year. Of course, his game went to the the next level because he had a, a bit of a sex scandal. And as we know, in it and around Pod, <laughs> if you have yeah. a sex scandal, you become a better player. Um, yeah, to happen with Greenwood, unfortunately. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's, but he's a few disciplinary problems. Obviously caught out with Jack Grealish now. Little yeah. Phil. Get Grealish out. Get him out. Jesus. <laughs> Bad influence. Yeah, it's all right. Pet will keep him on the right track. Really? He's not done so so far. I mean, it's been one little incident. Is that? Are we ready for a, are we ready for a contentious question? Are we sure Phil Foden's actually good? Or do we think he's only good under Pep? Because he was dog shit at the Euros when he played. Mate, he, he will win the Ballon d'Or, mate. That's not answering the question. No, but, yeah, he's, a, he's, he's an exceptional player. player. We'll move he on to somebody who wasn't dog shit at the Euros. So. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right, go on. He didn't get the chance, though, did he? <laughs> what do you mean why. he didn't get the chance? He didn't play that much, did he? He started the first three games and was so bad they had to drop him. <laughs> he didn't know what he was doing, mate. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. All oh, right, they only went to the final. Um, Ross? But yeah, in terms of raw ability as well. Fantastic in terms of his first touch and vision. Always two-touch football with him. Is it? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's class. Mm-hmm. He's OK. All right, I'll, yeah, I, go on, Ross. Sorry, I've seen Ross. better. Uh, I went for uh, Bukayo Saka. There's a bit <laughs> of an own team theme going on, so... <laughs> He was better than Foden at the Euros, to be fair. He actually could uh, stay in the team once he got in. Yeah, he wasn't well, bad. Yeah, apart from that. Why Saka and why not someone like Smith Rowe? He only came on in the second, well, this season, really. He was not, he was decent when he played last year, but we had more from Saka throughout the whole year, I would say. Who and there weren't many bright lights for Arsenal earlier on in the year, so, and he was certainly one of them, so. And he was good for England, as I said, in the uh, Euros when he played. Who's more exciting, do you think? This is open to everyone. Smith, Rowe or Saka? Uh, I think Rasmus is going to be a better player at the end of the day. I think it's going to be Smith, Rowe. Really? Yeah. Smith, Rowe's impact on the game right now is... I think Smith Rowe is class. Yeah, he's really good. I would, you see, I, I would rather watch Smith, Rowe, but I think Saka's probably going to be the better player. I do think they're both really good, though, mm, to be fair. I don't know. I'm not sure how much difference there is there. What's the age difference between them? Do you know? I think Saka's 20 and Smithrow's 21, I think. God, that's disgusting. Impressive. That is young. Very. Um, yeah. That is young. Will, who's your pick? Oh, it's man. I'm not, I've talked about man enough on this podcast. What a player. What a man. Just the best in the world, isn't he? That is... <laughs> Whatever you do. When we play bad, he plays well. And when we play well, he's playing even better. There you are. Get him a sex scandal. See what he does then. Tell you what. <sighs> Good we catch we we catch him in bed with like um some kind of like grandma or something, like Rooney. I mean he's going to the next level. This lad is going to the very top. 
yeah. But he would also never do that because he's dedicated and committed to his game, unlike Phil Foden. So there you are. <laughs> Which has been seen by the um, the output on the pitch. As we'll get on to. Um, okay. We need, we need to release Hodge's face just then as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> we really do. Oh, oh, mate. Oh, my Foden shirt's arrived from China, boys. Four months later. <laughs> Some poor Chinese child has had to sew that hand by hand <laughs> and you've paid him like four pound. Fourteen ninety nine. Fourteen ninety nine. But hold on, fourteen ninety nine. Right, I put in a Christmas order lads, by the way, so just after this. Hodge, so big let fan me know what you want. <laughs> Thanks, right. You want to get a sponsor from these guys, mate? No, we don't. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't wait for the, the, the future where Harry Ultra's got big and he's, he's brought down by the accusations of buying <laughs> sweatshops. I like it. We get Hodge on the pod and he's, he's plugging counterfeit fucking clothes. Love that. <laughs> okay. Tell me they're not real, Dave. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so. Next award. The Iron on Badges. The next award, which you lot don't know is coming, is the the In and Around Pod Worst Take of the Year. Um, Now, I'm (laughs) shocked if Funnily enough, funnily enough, um, there there are two people with. There's five. There's five um, options. Two, Two people have two. And only one of them is a permanent member of the podcast. So let's get this underway. <laughs> the first option is me on the Frank Lampard is sacked episode saying that you'll never win a Champions League or anything proper with Jorginho, Rudiger and Kovacic, which was proven wrong very quickly. Yeah, that didn't the, um, long. I dread to think how bad mine are. Okay. <laughs> um, Too many, the, Dave. The second one is Henry Hodgson on the betting podcast backing MK Dons after they'd lost him, I think, two previous weeks. I think we yeah, MK Dons. We need to send them an invoice, Brad. <laughs> the next one, and this is incredible because he's only, he's only <laughs> he's <laughs> past the most of us. Um, it's Henry Hodgson again with Michael Keane's got wheels. Oh, well, well we have a slander on that one. Yeah, yeah. And then the other one is uh, Dave with... Uh, wanting Brighton to improve their points <laughs> by attacking less and defending more, which was a great one. I actually can't remember the other one, Brez. Do you remember what it was? No, I can't remember. It was another that Dave one. It was another Dave one. But judging oh, by the reaction, I think we found our one. I think it has to be that one. It's got to be Dave. The- <laughs> I've just got to throw into the mix that Michael Keane has 58 pace on FIFA. He does not have wheels. Got wheels. Oh, <laughs> Worst take of the year goes to Mr. David Harris for the Brighton take. Give him a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. Well done, Dave. Well, well done, Dave. Dave. Thanks. Well done, Dave. That's excellent. No accepted speech, but here's another category that you could stand a good chance in winning. It's Wazak of the year. Um <laughs> We've each picked our individual ones for this. Um, some of us have picked the same thing. Henry Hodgson, you're going to come off the bench with uh, your Wasik of the Year, please? Uh, yeah, I've gone for Klopp, although it was very close with Harry Kane. <laughs> Ooh, OK, go on then. <laughs> yeah, Klopp, just the way he is after every game, moaning at the refs, always blaming something for losing, just does my head in every week, so it's got to be him. Excellent. Uh, Har- Harry Kane, though. 
I'll tell you why. Because his, his brother's his agent. And it, that's the bloody reason why he didn't get a move to City. <laughs> he did negotiate a buyout clause in a in a is this five how year, six year deal brother? with Tottenham. It sounds like Harry Kane's brother is the actual Wazzock here. Oh no, but Harry Kane's the Wazzock for letting him do it. <laughs> I, I, I did think Harry Kane, but I didn't look at Harry Kane because that whole you sort of flown a bit under the radar the last couple of months that transfer saga was ridiculous wasn't it yeah. he basically refused to admit he wanted to go until it was yeah. too late did it all behind the scenes and the, the only the first time he said he might be into moving on was when he was interviewed by gary neville on the overlap yeah, on, yeah. YouTube, and you're like well, i'm not quite sure why you're going about it this way uh, uh, but yeah but no any henry what did you that, make that was the excellent advice from his brother that's what it was Obviously. yeah yeah, yeah. You just got Kane. Um, what did you make of the uh, Klopp at the um, weekend saying to Paul Tierney on the pitch, um, I like all the rest, it's just you I don't like. Oh, Banny. <laughs> yeah, I should get banned. What do you... I, I don't believe Klopp likes any of the refs, if I'm honest. No. So that was, that was a bare-faced lie, but I also don't like Paul Tierney after the weekend. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to be fair, he got... St- <laughs> decisions were... Uh... I'm not sure he got a decision right, if I'm honest. Yeah. No, he did. He got one right. Got one right. It was Robert. Can't be doing that to referees. Yeah. That. Just. Remember know. when Neil Warnock stared out there? Yeah. <laughs> he stood there. Yeah. One <laughs> icon. Shut up. Three points. <laughs> um, but seriously, I didn't like that at all. And no, 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 no one dislikes referees more than me, but. I don't feel you can go on the pitch and shout at them in the face. It's always clock. Even in interviews, whatever, he's always coming across so like awfully, and just nothing happens. Just gets away with it. That's true. Didn't we? Didn't we used to find managers for stuff like this? No. We used to find. We used to find almost every single manager, bar Alex Ferguson, for this. So now Klopp's in the Fergie role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, every every manager complains in the yeah, of course they do. What, what, yeah, of course. Yeah, what's, yeah. what's really weird though is yeah, that not like Klopp's, that though. Klopp's, no, people seem to like Klopp though. I like him. I don't like him. Blimey, why? <laughs> but he has a great stance on vaccination. He does. So does yeah. Why do you like him? To like him. Plays good football, doesn't he? He's a good manager. He doesn't play good football, does he? <laughs> well, he did at one point. Nah, not having that. I'm sure, the defending was better in the Bundesliga when he was. Battling. It's not. It's not the City way. It was. That's why. <laughs> the idea that the defending in the Bundesliga was ever good. Um, <laughs> a wasik of the air, actually. Bundesliga lies with. Like, just if, you, if they don't move up the pitch so much, then maybe the players won't move up the pitch so much. Because you. You look at those things, you just think to yourself, are they doing like a 400 metre sprint or whatever? I don't know. Anyway. Wasik of the year does come from the Bundesliga. Oh, go on then, Mike. Yeah. Off, the, off, off the bench to switch yeah, home. Go with this one. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Joshua Kimmich. <laughs> yeah. Well, he can receive the award. Well done, sir. He, he, is, he is actually the winner because both me, Mike and um, <clears throat> Ross think he's the Wasik of the year. Mike, do you want to uh, explain why, though? Yeah, he also hopefully will win the next award. But essentially, he does he run the charity or donated to? Him or? and Leon, him and Leon Goretzka set up the charity. 
they set up the charity, so yeah. that's even better to uh, yeah. try and promote people getting the vaccines in Germany, uh, which is great. Apart from the fact that he never got the vaccines uh, because he wanted to uh, wait and see how how it all went. Uh, so when he got COVID, of course, um, he uh, didn't fully recover. In fact, he has long COVID and now he has respiratory issues. So well done, Wazak of the Year, Joshua Kimmich. Idiot. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Absolutely. It, it leads us perfectly into the next war, which is. Wait, 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 wait. Because oh, Dave's got to give his. Go. Dave's got to give his. But also, he's a double Wazak, Joshua Kimmich. At least. Because yeah. you think, because you look at it and you go to yourself, well, firstly, you're a Wazak for not having the, the vaccine. So you'd still be a Wazak. But you set up a charity yeah. to promote it. Yeah, you're the face of a charity <laughs> to promote it. You don't get it. Oh, it's it's like it's like being afraid of heights and then buying yourself like a a, a parachuting trip. <laughs> it's just dumb. Like, what are you doing? You're more up. You put yeah, without a working parachute. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> put in situations that you're obviously going to fail in. Let's go back to life. Good plan. <laughs> He is a good player, but he's a total wazzock, so well yeah, done. Yes, he is. Dave, um, the reason I wanted to let you have your uh, your moment when it comes to wazzock of the year, apart from yeah. being Pod's resident wazzock of the year, um, was well, to explain, um, because your one is, the people involved in it are just unbelievable. Yeah, Daniel Levy is uh, my wazzock of the year. He's just had a horrible 12 months, let's be honest. Got rid of Mourinho, which, to be honest, is a bit questionable. Great start to the 12 words. Got rid of Mourinho the day before a cup final. Their first one in years and gave it to Ryan yeah, Mason. Yeah, gave it to Ryan Mason. So uh, Mourinho had no better chance. No, he wasn't going to win it either, was he? Do you not remember the context around this? They were shocking at that time. Yeah, but still... Lads... Lads, Mourinho has a better chance to win that game than, yeah, Ryan, than Ryan Mason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. But could they have kept Mourinho, won the cup, and then sacked Mourinho? Yeah. Nah. Their first as trophy Dave's in about, however long. As Dave's about to explain to you, Tottenham are not a well-run club. No, obviously. <laughs> I mean, he also didn't cash in Kane, who hasn't been very good this season. He clearly does I don't think... Well... Maybe he's not as bad now, but at the start of this season, at least, it looked like he just didn't want to be there. He's obviously not the same player he was last season. So he's not... Yeah, he should have just cashed in. Don't know why he didn't. And then, obviously, Hyde Nuno, which I really can't believe still, to be honest. Like, even Wolves felt that he wasn't doing well enough there, so they let him go. And then he brings him in off the back of Mourinho. I mean, if Mourinho's not good enough, Nuno's not going to be. And Nuno plays football that wasn't really even what they were looking to to play at Tottenham. What is he doing? Just shocking year all round from him, to be honest. At what point? Got Conte though. At what point after mm. so, after hiring? Yeah, can't be positive. Mourinho. Nuno and Conte, do we just accept that the Tottenham Hotspur way of playing doesn't exist? Oh, sorry. He also keeps playing Deli Ali, God knows how many pounds each week. So that's another stupid one. Woeful player. 
What was the question Mr. again? Oh, the Tottenham way. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, the Tottenham way is to not win trophies and play defensive football. Bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Wazik of the Year award goes to Kimmich, but it also, uh, as always, goes to Tottenham. <laughs> I am glad that I am glad you let Dave go in on Tottenham because I always yeah. appreciate that. Um, because um Dave's actually got for the next award, which is the Oh my god, what are they doing award, he's got Spurs hiring Nuno. So yeah. I don't well um and Ross has also gone for Spurs hiring um Nuno. Um Henry, have you got one for the Oh my god, what are they doing award? Yeah, Pep. In the oh, yeah. final. Yeah. We'll save that for later. We've got loads of <laughs> Yeah, that, that's fine. <laughs> what is he doing? Uh, yeah. Um I've got one, um, and it is. Have any of you seen the Ole Gunnar Soul show? Yes. I'm sacking interview. Yeah. Yes. So oh bizarre. my god. So bizarre. It was. It, so the. If I correct me if I'm wrong, Mark, because I think we talked about this. Wasn't it Ollie's idea? Apparently so. Yeah. yeah. Who is in the communications department <laughs> at Man United going? Yeah, you know it'd be really good if we have the club legend we've basically just sacked crying in an interview, talking about how it hasn't gone well, but he's, he's proud the same, of what he's done. He's the same genius that decided to tell us that uh, that they like monitor the stats for the players' um, social medias and like if if something's going wrong, they they like will put something out to turn the tide. <laughs> play social medias you just didn't need to know that you idiot we all knew it happens you just didn't need to tell us this but i just can't i can't wrap my head around why anyone because most of the time i think you sit in these departments and you think to yourself what's going to be good content that's going to get this across no one thought that ollie video was good content no one wants to watch ollie crying well i mean it was great it, it, it was it was a bit brutal to watch, to be honest. Yeah, it was. They should have done what, what Chelsea did with Lampard at the start of the year, which was unceremoniously never talked about him again on the channels <laughs> until 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 they'd won until like December this year. In which case, everyone still gave the pelters of abuse on social media. They should have just done that tactic. I'm just <sighs> looking forward to Ollie on the overlap next year. Next summer he'll be on. Oh there. God, yeah. he's going to be the new co-host. He's going to be called the Ollie Lap. Oh dear. Oh dear. What a belting thing. While I'm sorry, I've just remembered I meant to ask you a Christmas quiz question. Um Harry Kane, how many Premier League goals do you think he scored currently? What this, this season, season or a total? This season. This he's season. the same as Fred, hasn't he? Like two or three? Two? Is it two? It is yeah, in I'd fact two. 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 There you are. There we go. But um just to bring it back to Spurs winning the end. Fred's got two Premier League goals. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Blimey. One against Palace and one against Arsenal. One was a bit of a streamer, to be fair. He only scores good goals, Fred. I mean, yeah, he scored two and both of them are right. We let, <laughs> we let that one slide, lads. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Let okay. okay. Next one up is um, Club of the Year. Um, City. Why is it City? Well, in the Premier League, they went on, well, in all competitions, actually, they went on a 20-odd um, unbeaten run. I all competitions? Won- no one cares about the Carabao, Hodgson. Still, you got you got to win them. No, you don't. <laughs> Aren't you out of the Carabao this year? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I think it was something like 13 or 14 Premier League wins on the bounce or something ridiculous. Um, and I can see us doing that again, the way we're going. What? Sorry, what did... What did this is not a joke. They won the Carabao and the Premier League this year. Yes. They didn't win the FA Cup. Uh, no, Leicester did, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yes, Leicester yes, won they the did. FA Cup. Yes, they did. Yeah, so we Who won. did they beat? They beat Chelsea, yeah. They beat yeah. Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, they did. City obviously didn't Yeah, the quadruple on. was on for a while and then it all went horribly so wrong. So the quadruple was on for a while and then City ended with a Premier League title, which is a great trophy, and the Carabao, which is a middle yeah, have, one. What was it, 104 points? In the in the calendar year, that's really impressive. How many trophies does that equate to? One. <laughs> uh, they all count the same, Hodge. They all count the same. Um, all right. Uh, anyone else think City? Yeah, I've got City as well. City. Okay. Why? Why City? Any advance on what Hodgson said? Not really. I mean, just the way they the... play. Just. I've had enough for you. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I think they're the most uh, like exciting team, really. But also, they yeah, they've won a lot of games in this year. They're, they're probably the best team overall. So yeah, City, City uh, there's no point saying anything else. Hodgson's had like a five-minute loving. City play great football, but they're not. They don't play exciting games, do they? No, but this is like when it. Yeah, we are. Talking about. I like watching how Pep's teams play. Wait, no, I, City play great football, but you don't. How many? You don't watch exciting games of City due to the way they control the game. Yeah, often, often you don't, but then like City Liverpool was a cracker. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jesus. It does kind of need another team to go at them as well. That's the thing. I think Pep loves it when teams come out and attack, 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 and it's really easy to break them down. That's when he describes them as the best teams in the league. Yeah, who did he? He said uh, yeah. when he beat when they beat Leeds like, seven 0 He said, "Wow, Leeds are great." Yeah, wow, Leeds are great. Norwich are brilliant. He's, Grant Hampton said Newcastle <laughs> were good as well. One of the greatest front foot defenders in the league. Like, fuck. He off. said Newcastle were good. That guy yeah. is taking something that I need. Good. Dude. <laughs> Actually, just some. Uh, also, some didn't didn't City score one hundred like? Well, I say I say it like I haven't just looked it up. 106 goals since Calendar Year. I could just get a number out of the Fedak. I can remember every single goal. I think it's 106. Didn't they just score around about 106? I can't put the number here. I may as well just say 106 goals this year. You're an icon. Oh, God. As you know, you're speaking from me. How's the phone bill, Dave? Ring it in for Bellingham, mate. He's a bit stumped, isn't he? I genuinely can't believe that you've just done that, by the way. You've got it while looking at it on the screen. But yeah, uh, City uh, were 25 points better than everyone else in the league in this, in this calendar year, so that they're my pick as well. <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up earlier, so it's it's uh, it's official. Ross, I went for Chelsea. Oh, there we go, off the bench. Good. Stuff. Now, what will what will doesn't tell you is that he named this deliberately Club of the Year, so he can bring in some women's stuff as well. He's an ass. This oh. guy. This yeah, guy. I'm fucking shameless. This guy. <laughs> It's starting to sound like French football over there at the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> it really is, yeah. It's disgraceful. First, firstly, the three of you misogynists. Um, 
uh, complete sexists. Like, whereas me and Ross over here, we respect hey, all, all the... No, I don't want to hear <laughs> We respect all different types of football. All different types of football. We've got a lot of respect for Sam Kerr and all the other... Women over at Chelsea football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, genuinely. Uh, I'd love, I wrote Club of the Year because I didn't want us all to start writing our individual like teams of the year, like the full 11. Um, it is men's football. We'd love to talk oh, yeah. about women's football. But quite frankly, as you probably have just guessed, I gained all my insights <laughs> of women's football from the last two minutes of the straight out of Cobham episodes I listened to. So there you are. Um, but Ross, why Chelsea? Because they have a case. Uh, yeah, certainly they have a case, yeah. Yeah, a suitcase for the next flight out of here. They are not hold the on, winners. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> City are the champions of England. Chelsea are the champions of Europe. They fucking go. That's one higher. Thanks very much. Just cause, and they beat City in the final. And they beat City. There you go. In a one-off game. Come on. Well, now. oh, in a one-off Set game. Down. Henry, who'd you, who knocked you out of the FA Cup? Huh? <laughs> Yeah, another one off game Hold on, hold on, hold on. How many times have we played this year? Four in this calendar year. Yeah. City have won once. Yeah. There you are, case closed. Club of the year is Chelsea. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in charge of the document now. Come on, son. Um, Although we will give Henry and Mike uh, an easy chance here and we won't get involved. Um, the betting pod banker of the year. I originally called this award the, ooh, that's value. But, um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> that's so, a bit of value. <laughs> so I want you to tell me uh, your banker of the year. Which is the team you felt you had the most success on this year? Hard you go I think Forest Green. List, For, Forest Green, have, to be fair. Um, obviously the top top at the moment, aren't they? I think so, yeah. I believe. Um, but obviously, at the end of last season as well, um, they weren't the favourites in, in most cases and they were doing really well. So, yeah, we've, they've, they've been a good hacker builder this year, this year all round. Um, been in a rounder, been a big fan of them. And I know you've gone for, and I don't, I don't yeah, know why. <laughs> it, was, it was just to wind you up, which does appear to have worked. Uh, it's not uh, funny. Yes. It's actually not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I actually hate it. If you can't tell it, I, I had put MK Dons. Uh, I think Henry is right, though, that Forest Green would be, between us, the one that we've probably backed the most. Absolutely. And the betting pod def- definitely had the most returns on those. Bank I think pod. Salford would turn it into a bit of an MK as well at one point. Tell you who else it, yeah, worst picks of the year. The consistent Bournemouth picks for me and Hodgson. Are, oh God, yeah. Worst picks of the year. If you want to hear the worst picks of the year, just listen to any any episode of the Betting Podcast. <laughs> you can find it there. <laughs> oh. Rotherham, Ipswich, Ipswich, Ipswich did Ipswich, bad. Ipswich has cost me a fortune. Yeah. Fucking hell. Anyway, less of that. <laughs> less of that. <laughs> less of that. Um, okay, next up, big award, goal of the year. What's the best goal you saw this year? Um, who wants to kick it off? But, um, I, I've gone for Lamella against Arsenal. No, Eric Lamella cannot be involved in the best of anything award. I'm hey, unbelievable finish. Describe the goal I for don't... us, Hodgson. <laughs> I've watched it for a while, but all I know is, is it a first time Rabona? <laughs> from outside, 
from it was not it was not from outside, outside the box. It was just inside the box, wasn't it? Yeah, well, like the corner of the box. Yeah, yeah. Superb, and it was against Ross's beloved Arsenal. So, uh, which I had Arsenal went on to win the game. I was so. going to say, yeah, we did win, yeah. and he did get sent off also. Yeah, yeah we're, no, we're talking about the best goal. goal though. No, true, true. Yeah. The technique was pretty outrageous. But also, um, oh, who else did I go for? Sorry, one set, Lance. That's shit, mate. <laughs> yeah, shit, yeah. he's checking his extensive dates. <laughs> <laughs> the two words in the top. Yeah, shit. I'm re- oh, what a finish that was. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Just Against Scotland, just inside their half. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Starts so far out from the goal. On the volley? Curls round. Half no, no. volley. Half volley. Yeah. yeah. Unreal finish. Unbelievable. What a strike. It's against Scotland as well. Yeah, it's against... even better. There you Didn't go. Didn't that put Scotland out? Pretty yeah. much. Oh, well, did um, it? I think they were out whether that goal went in or not, to be honest, mate. Dave, you I think they were kind of close together. Huh? <laughs> so can you just check that one for us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 106 goals. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you, Dave, I'm going to get you out of this. You've also got Schick, but is is he your final pick? Because you've got another one down there. Uh, I'd say that's my final pick, but I'd like to mention on Dombele's goal against Sheffield United. Ridiculous, yeah. ridiculous volley. You're saying Schick's goal is better than Ndombele. It was a chip, wasn't it? Was it a chip? Yeah, but he sort of he sort of takes it on the volley. It's like yeah. a, a chip over over the that keeper Dom- for United. Wait, you really? We think the Schick goal is better than Ndombele's? Because I do not think that. I do not agree either. Really? I think the Schick goal is the worst one you've mentioned. As I, can, you can tell because I keep calling it accidentally the Schick goal. <laughs> <laughs> that Dombele goal is unbelievable. Yeah, it is very good. I I could watch. I really could watch that all day. Shame that's the only good thing he's done all season, isn't it? It is a shame. Yeah. Lovely pass on the weekend. Dombele is my pick. My Dombele it is. Ross Ross Bird. Uh, I went for Thiago's half volley against Porter. I'd forgotten about this one, but what? oh, I absolutely love watching that goal. The technique on that. Yeah. It is a very nice goal, to be fair. Oh. It's like the ball just turns into a hovercraft and yeah. just above the ground into the bottom corner. It like dips it down then up. Beautiful. I've never seen anything like that. I, no. don't, even know, yeah. I don't know how you do that. No. Unbelievable strike. Unbelievable strike. Mike? Yeah, I've got uh, so Bamiang, one of his very few goals of this year against Spurs. Um oh. It's the it's the derby game that Arsenal won at the Emirates not too long ago, a couple of months ago, I think. Yeah. Ryder Cup weekend, I believe it was. Sensational. Yeah, so I definitely wouldn't watch this goal. <laughs> um, <laughs> Arsenal won the game. I know we're not doing context, but that's, that always helps. It was a brilliant team goal um, from pretty much the edge of their box. I, I always like a team goal, um, which is why this one kind of talked to me a bit. It kind of reminded me of the Wilshire versus Norwich one. It's not as good, but it's still a very, very good goal from back to front in, a, in not very long um, under some pressure. I think it's one that probably has gone a bit under the radar. Yeah. And it probably won't win the award, but I think it's a cracking goal, an unbelievable goal. So uh, until about an hour ago, I had gone full troll. And I'd picked um, Ziyech versus City in the FA Cup semi-final. Just 
just for a joke. But um, then I was on a then I was on Instagram scrolling through, you know, the explore pages, yeah. you do. Awesome. and I and I found uh, I found one by um, I need to get this guy's name right. Nadim Amiri versus Frankfurt it's from the 2nd of January. And what he does on this goal was he's running in behind. Verts, <coughs> who, who's having a stormy season, by the way, very young, um, chips the ball through the Bundesliga defence. And it is a, it is like a, a deep block in the Bundesliga. I was shocked. Um, <laughs> and what Amiri does was he, he turns... Somehow he manages to turn 360, megging the defender nearest to him with the ball. And then he sort of ends up with his back to the goalkeeper who's rushing out. And then Amiri backheels it through the goalkeeper's legs into the goal. Yeah, I hadn't seen this till just before the pardon. It is an unbelievable Yeah, goal. I watched it also. And you talk, you talk, about, it. talk about, re- it's in the document. If you talk about rewatchability. Oh. He, the turn's a bit lucky, I would say, but it's a nice. The turn is lucky, yeah, but what? It does whoa, 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 through the defender, and he just sort of ends he put, up with the ball. On the other side. was Dennis Bergkamp's goal against Newcastle lucky? Way cleaner than that. Oh, no. genius! <laughs> oh, Bergkamp's goal, outrageous! It's it's a great goal to be fair. It's a great goal, um, and just talking about technique and rewatchability. I mean, unbelievable, isn't it? Anyway, Havertz versus City. Wait. Oh, wait, shut wait, it! Wait, shut it! Wait, wait, wait! We're getting—we're almost at that section of the pod. Um, Ooh, that was a good goal. Thanks, Oji. Um, yeah, the winner of that award, unfortunately, was Patrick Schick because he had two votes. The rest of them had one. Um, up next is not actually an award, so it's just your favourite goal of the year. Henry, do you want to kick us off? Phil Foden against Liverpool. Talk me through the goal. Switch from Cancelo. Foden's on the right wing, touches it down. One-on-one with Robertson. Runs at Robertson. Sells him a dream. Cuts inside. Smashes it on his left foot. Top left corner. Past Allison, No chance. Unbelievable finish. It's when we smashed them. Uh, 4-1, I think it was. Oh, that that goal was fantastic. Like, Phil Foden up until that point. Of clear talent. But, I don't know. Something about that that performance against Liverpool made him really, like... Oh, like it, it, it was one of those performances that you sort of say, "Oh well, you should." The first time I ever saw him play like at this level was this performance, and you sort of go back yeah. to it. It's like that's what it felt like to me, at least. Yeah, everyone will remember that day in Phone's career, I think. Yeah, 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 great goal. Yeah, except him because he was on the fucking sauce later. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, Ross Bird surprising me with your pick. Well, I shouldn't really be surprised, but... Uh, got to get an Olivier Giroud mentioning on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Which of Giroud's many subdue strikes? Uh, it was a, a bicycle kick uh, versus the Atletico Madrid in the Champions League. En route to the uh, the final. The the victory, in fact, last year. En route uh, to the glory, Ross. Um, a bicycle kick into the bottom corner to win them the game as well. One nil. One nil. One nil. This has actually um, happened live on our um, the, one of the times we uh, live stream one of the games, and you, if you go back and find that on the Twitch channel, you can hear me and Mike both go, "That's offside," <laughs> <laughs> and they refused to believe it wasn't offside until we'd seen like four different uh, reviews. There's something about because that game was dog shit. 
absolute dog shit. It was really boring. Atletico were were dull. Chelsea were not playing well. And it was just like a real moment of quality. And there's something about bad games and real moments of quality that almost elevates the goals even more. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Unbelievable. Has Giroud got the best catalogue of goals for a player who isn't as good as his goals would suggest? He might well do. He's got a lot of great goals. Yeah. That's Scorpion Kit versus Palace. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Mike, Dave, you've both got the same pick. Who yeah. is it? Yeah, Luke Shaw and uh, the Euros final. Thought, thought for a few minutes. Yeah, uh, you might be winning the Euros. And went mad when I went in, to be honest. So definitely my favourite goal of the year. Yeah, it was my reaction when all six foot one of Luke Shaw was just steaming in at the back post. <laughs> Finished it off. I was making Ballon Shaw claims. Ballon Shaw. So, so, yeah. It's definitely my favourite goal of the year, as Dave said. The bit, for sure, the biggest celebrations that I did this year for a goal. Mm. For sure. For sure. Yeah. It's a shame it happened too early. <clears throat> Yes, it's a shame with the end result, but at, at the time, <laughs> cracking. My um, my favourite pick is my favourite goal of the year is I had picked Mason Mount versus Madrid, but that is all a ruse. That is all a ruse. The my favourite goal of the year is uh, Kai Havertz versus uh, Man City in the Champions League final, <laughs> one nil. Um, of course, uh, some fun facts about this goal. Um, <laughs> It ended a quadruple. Go make a brew, lads. Uh, <laughs> it was actually Havertz's first ever Champions League goal. Fun fact. Yeah. Not yeah. a bad time yeah. to get one. Fun fact. Yeah. Here's an even here's an even better fact. It comes from the same move out wide then in the middle that had broken City in the FA Cup two, and Pep decided he was going to combat it by uh, not playing the defensive midfielder, which is lovely. Um, yeah. My favourite goal of the year. Great goal, great strike, great composure. Um, was never worried at any point in the move. Uh, <laughs> and let me tell you right now, um, maybe the greatest goal ever scored in the Champions League final. So there we are, we'll leave it at that. I had to um, see it the next day. Was it the next day? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, the, the backstory to all this is in the run-up to the... Uh, I thought we were going to lose to Madrid in the semi-finals. So I just, was, I just assumed we wouldn't be playing City. Uh, so me and Henry were texting back and forth and everyone knows I, I love Riyad Mahrez and when Riyad Mahrez carried City to this final I was just I was like oh this is great for City great for Henry and we got into the final and I'm like if we lose this game Henry will give me more shit than anyone has ever given anyone shit <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to do it instead if we win and then of course not only did we win but we dominated so there you are yeah. anyway Oh, look at this next category. What's everyone's favourite football moment of the year? Shall I go first? <laughs> it was when Cesar Azpilicueta lifted the uh, Champions League trophy. And then uh, they asked Havertz um, what his thoughts were. And he said, I don't care, man. We just won the fucking Champions League. The second favourite moment of the year would be watching Sergio Aguero crying on the sideline. Anyway, someone else can go from here. That was me. I joined him. Did you? Oh, yeah. I think this gets better and better. Confirm or deny, Henry, that your family 
Pad got the champagne on ice. <laughs> I can't believe yeah, it on ice. It's still on ice, Will. Mike and Dave, at this point, do you want to change uh, Club of the Year to Chelsea? Because look what they've done to him. <laughs> this is great. Um, yeah. No, we, this is Christmas. We won't. We won't try and upset Henry any more than we have to. So, anyone else have a favourite moment of the year they want to walk us through? No, I don't really. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, taken away. Was your favourite moment of the year uh, after the PSG game? <laughs> yeah, to be, that was pretty good. Um, yeah, elated that we got into the final, to be fair. But um, obviously, okay, it all came crashing down. Um, anyway, but. <laughs> <laughs> I say something I've actually enjoyed watching throughout the season is the fact that we almost sold or he wanted out uh, was Bernardo Silva and now he's well he's become one of our best players this season been a joy to watch um, unbelievable this season um, so I think that's one of my uh, favourite things so far over over the course of the last few months Joking apart it is quite an impressive comeback because he was not only yeah. was he out the door but I mean last year it was he was what was he banned for um, being a racist? So like this, this the the comeback this year has been absolutely incredible. Yeah, really good. Henry's favourite player, racist. Just everyone note that down. Um, Ross, what was your favourite moment of the year? I just went for England's Euros run as a whole. Um, so you go for the, the win against Germany, I guess. Maybe it's when you start thinking, maybe, or the uh, extra time win against Denmark in the semis. But it's always maybe. Just in, in general. Yeah. Not well as well at club level, hard shakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just England's run in general. That's what I went for. It's Mine. great when England do well. Yeah. Uh, mine is also from the Euros. It's when the the uh, Finland fans started singing uh, Ericsson's name after his collapse. I think that was like the, some of the best stuff we've seen from football this year. Yeah. And obviously uh, now he's getting, he's very much on the mend, which is great to see. So, yeah. A bit of a sombre moment in general, but that whole stadium uniting behind him, I thought was amazing. Yeah. Good stuff. Dave? Uh, yeah, Raul Jimenez obviously had his horror injury against, I think it was Arsenal. Uh, David Luiz, yeah. David Luiz. Uh, obviously took him a while to come back. I think it was pretty much his first game back against Southampton he scored. Yeah, it was just, just a good moment, really. Um Good to see him back, recovered. So, to know, to be honest, uh, I was that, also. That's your cool. favourite moment of the year. <laughs> no, I just didn't want to say. Dave that hasn't actually watched any football this year. So not well. only are you not appearing on the podcasts uh, anymore, you don't watch the football either. Was it not when uh, Bellingham's shirt went up to the rafters? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the Euros as well, but some Ross had already put it. So just I... say the Euros then. Uh, oh no, Raúl Jiménez! Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> What's wrong with that? It was a good moment. I would have had you pegged as as out of the three of us, the least. Like, I would have had me and Mike as bigger fans of Raul Jimenez than you, and he's your favourite moment of the year. What's going on here, sir? We love you, Raul. <laughs> Stay so. Favourite moment of the season. Come on. Stay safe, Raul. Stay safe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, we've got one more serious category, as if any of this is a bit serious. What was you? What was the best match you saw this year? France, Switzerland, and the Euros. 
three three. Switzerland and one other yeah. Anyone yeah, else? Unbelievable yeah, yeah. in football. Yeah. Oh, yeah there's no other game. game that can beat uh, yeah. Maybe one of the City Liverpool ones. But I think, uh, yeah, France, Switzerland, definitely front runner for me. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be. It, I mean, incredible high quality performances across the board, wasn't it, really? Um, Pogba played really well in this game. Uh, you had Jacka playing really well. Oh, um, yeah. Pretty much the only person who didn't play well was Mbappe. And uh, the thing I quite liked about this, it sounds quite sadistic, is that I quite like it when a, a great player fails at something. And then you have to see how they adapt to that failure kind of like i quite enjoyed how so like when robin had that season where he lost all those finals and then the next season came back and he won all those finals i just i just quite like that um so to see mbappe fail and then have to build himself back up was quite good but anyway um yeah that's right we also love seeing the french fail we do yeah Um, so we're all in agreement match of the year would be city zero chelsea one (laughs) chelsea one. Oh, I should I should I should clarify because that's happened a couple of times this season that it was in the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> oh, next category. <laughs> what player do you think is most Grinch-like in the league? Bruno Fernandes. Yeah, Why? I agree. He's the biggest winger in Premier biggest League. Biggest winger, yeah, definitely. Just pisses me off, to be honest. He's so um, annoying. Yeah, but would he cancel Christmas? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, probably would have fouled him, maybe. <laughs> they don't even have to have fouled him. They just need to, he just needs to think. <laughs> yeah. Fouled him. Yeah, because yeah. usually they haven't, to be fair. Yeah, yeah it's got to be Bruno. Mike? Yeah, I've gone for Kieran Clark just because he's cancelling <laughs> Christmas for all Newcastle fans. <laughs> <laughs> With the way he plays. He is shocking. He shouldn't be allowed near a football pitch anymore. But I mean, they looked like he was allergic to the ball the way he on the flip got out the way of that header at the weekend. On the flip, he's allergic to making a clean tackle and all Christ. He's delivering presents to the opposition. That's pretty Christmassy. Yeah. Well, it's not very Christmassy to the people that are supporting him, is it? <laughs> not sure anyone's supporting him anymore, Mike, to be fair. Uh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Eddie Howe keeps chucking him in there for some reason. Look at this. This is two episodes in a row in which we've mentioned Kieran Clark, so I feel like I should just say the words Nathan Baker just so people remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my pick is Matic because it's a legacy pick. Every year I have to pick a Serbian because in memory of Kolarov and those wonderful, if you haven't seen the videos on the Man City YouTube yeah, channel where yeah. Kolarov <laughs> is singing like jiggle bells, jiggle bells, <laughs> jiggle all the way. And he's like, and, they're at, and they turn to him and they're like, oh, what would make this more Christmassy? He's like, I don't know, a wolf and some dark clouds. <laughs> if you haven't seen them, Google them. They are brilliant. They're so good. They're so good. Who else had a good... Oh, Ivanovic. Oh. Yeah. When he tries to speak, he starts laughing at him. Yeah. The thing is with Branislav, he's probably well into Christmas. He just seems like the type of bloke. Um, the next up is what player could most likely start in a remake of Die Hard. Um, so, like, take a still of, like, Die Hard. Like, you know, John McClane in the vest. yippee ki motherfucker. What, who could play the John McClane role? <sighs> Who's to go first? I wanted to pick Roy Keane, but he's not a player at the moment, is he? Phil Bardsley. The guy's just nuts. <laughs> Roy Keane in Die Hard would be phenomenal. Could you yeah. imagine, like, over the radio to him? <laughs> And they're like, we're gonna, kill, we're gonna it's kill a hostage at like twelve. He's just like, do your job. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fine. <laughs> the police are like, we don't know if we're coming in. Do your job every time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone I've else? Got, I've got Kalasanach. Yeah, I like that most. A good pick, a good yeah. pick. I mean, he's already fought off arm robbers. He's made for this shit. So is Gabriel, isn't he? Yeah, the class that one was better. Yeah, yeah. Fair, but they both have. Yeah, the guy oh, wow. with a knife and he's like just chasing him down. Like <laughs> he's the one chasing the guy with the knife. Don't yeah, he? yeah, I'm on board with that. What do in we the rate, world? Do we rate? So he could do the stunts, but do we think he could say the lines? That's the big question. Well, I Check think he can talk English. Yeah, <laughs> Henry, you've picked Fernandinho. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's pretty hard, isn't he? No. <laughs> Yeah, he is. <laughs> he'd, he'd be picking up too many bookings. Yeah. Mess with him. No, he wouldn't. Fernandinho's never he'd be been suspended for the second movie. I've picked Ashley Barnes. I wanted Barnes. to go Roy Keane. That's what I wanted to go for. So I've got Ashley Barnes and Mark Noble. Uh, Ashley Barnes because he, he has to fight the. Uh, inhabitants of Burnley every week which is hard enough it's kind of like a zombie movie and then Mark Noble because just imagine Mark Noble in like a wife Peter tank, tank top just delivering the Die Hard lines he's just in a proper cockney accent fucking hilarious it'd be great anyway everyone's captain also he's got leadership and that's what you need in a hostage situation Aaron Cresswell get him in oh, best left back in <laughs> call it Gary Hodgson <laughs> Um, the final question if Kyle Walker decided to become an actor in his post-playing <laughs> career would he be more likely to appear in the Emmerdale Christmas special or the Corrie Christmas special now you lot all agree and I have, I've gone for the opposite one so someone for the life of me tell me why they think he should be playing in Emmerdale I can just imagine him like as a bit of a father in a flat cap yeah. <laughs> prostitute scandal in Emmerdale to liven it up <laughs> Oh, I just went He's through. It's, it's probably the less well-known one. And that's where Kyle Walker belongs. <laughs> In the lower leagues. He's just using his recovery pace to chase a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> it's Emmerdale about farming. I have genuinely bad. no idea about Emmerdale. Yeah, it's in, like the, in the countryside. <laughs> That is incredible news. Uh, I think it's Coronation Street because Coronation Street is the biggest soap and I don't care what my president says, Kyle Walker is fucking box office, mate. <laughs> Kyle Walker would walk Kyle Walker no. should just be on set with Michelle Geegan and just imagine the carnage he would be able to do. No. Imagine. The only but reason think... Kyle Walker's box office is because Roy Keane's in the studio just <laughs> slating him. <laughs> what soap would Roy Keane most likely to be? Well, Oh dear! I think uh, what's the what's the channel five standards, one? Mate. Yeah. Home of the way for Roy Keane. All he's surfing. <laughs> he's just on the lifeguard stage. Do your job. I, I would love to see him on a place in the sun, just <laughs> taking people around the Spanish <laughs> islands. Home's under the hammer, mate. <laughs> Roy Keane and Dion. Yeah. That's Jamie he's, Redknapp. That is. Get his screen out and just circle oh, the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Final question. Um, what footballer do you reckon is most like Buddy the Elf and irrationally excited about Christmas? Mm. Scott McTominay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a goal. 
I reckon he's got. I reckon he's got a lot of energy in that tank. Um. Eddie and Kathy just completed his hat trick. By the way, that's back heel finish. Like, against you know. Sunderland <laughs> yeah, yeah. they played the goal of the year you know Lyndon Gooch is still playing for Sunderland yeah, yeah. Lyndon Gooch there you are that's the answer for the most likely to be Buddy the Elf um, <laughs> last bit of Christmas what do you reckon is Jurgen Klopp's favourite Christmas film none of them there's no way nah, he, he likes uh, oh, he, he has a favourite he admitted it today press Polar Express. It's a Love, Love Actually. Yeah. Love He's actually. a Home Alone man. Yeah, Home Alone, Home Alone I reckon. It's actually Love Actually. Is it? Oh, oh yeah. Way. Oh, no way. <laughs> it is, yeah. Love Actually overrated as fuck. Love Actually, a terrible Christmas movie. And if, yeah. You're watching, yeah, yeah. if you're watching it today, you have bad taste, even if you have been listening to this podcast. Um, We'd second that claim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Look at these guys. Anyway, that'll do us then. Good, uh, good chat. Um, my favourite moment of this podcast was Henry's face when we started yeah. talking about Champions League. It was excellent. Um, it's great. Yeah. Um, Henry, in the meantime, if the people want to follow you and maybe play Modern Warfare Two with you on Xbox Live, where can they do that? <laughs> Uh, uh, at hrg7 at hrg7 yeah that's on mum's net um <laughs> dave if the people want to follow you where can they do so uh at dave harris underscore 44 and ross bird if the people want to follow you for more eddie and ketia updates where can they do so? <laughs> at ross underscore bird 14 mike if the people want to follow you for some expected christmas dinner tweets <laughs> i've already had one <laughs> really yeah, yeah. Already, like the oh, vicar yeah. did, but she has to go around all the houses. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, on Christmas Day when this is released, I'll be on number two. So, all tight. All tight. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's at uh, Pfizer on Twitter. Yeah, at Pfizer on Twitter. Um, you can follow me at Will Hunt Seventeen, or um, you can f- follow us though. <laughs> On all the socials. At in and around the walking. At in and around the walking. No, at in and around. Please. Please. Please do. Uh, make like Christopher and walking. Um, <laughs> uh, see you. It's a great fun. Uh, we'll be back next year if um, the world doesn't burn down. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> And SoundCloud still lets us post. And SoundCloud still <laughs> <laughs> One of these days we're going to get banned. Gonna, uh, someone's going to find these things. God, they're not keen on, uh, they're not keen on the non-vaccinated people, are they? Yeah. i tell you what, give everyone the gift of a vaccination this Christmas. <laughs> Let's get off this podcast. Jesus Christ. <laughs>